Well, Mayor on Air is back this morning, and uh, we're joined uh, by the on the telephone by the uh, General Manager of the West Coast Council, David. Welcome back, and a Happy New Year to you, sir. Happy New Year to you as well. Thank you very much. All right, now, unfortunately, uh, we had an injury the other day on the uh, Mount Owen uh, bike track. Yeah, that's, that's correct. We um, had someone uh, injure themselves relatively seriously on one of the more uh, difficult tracks. Uh, this isn't um, unexpected. Uh, mountain biking, like many activities out in nature, is uh, one with some inherent risk, and we, we see injuries across the West Coast from uh, things like motorbike riding or even driving your car carries some risk with it. Uh, it was really great to see that all our local uh, emergency services were able to cooperate and um, along with the, the helicopter out of Hobart, uh, ensure that this was a, a successful outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we certainly, I've certainly heard the mayor and councillors be very strong with the state government to say that we expected our local emergency services, volunteers, as well as the police and uh, paramedics are properly resourced to be able to respond to these sorts of incidents. Absolutely. And uh, look, uh, it's uh, it's well known to everybody involved there for uh, getting the uh, the person off the mountain. I hear it's very difficult coming back down, but uh, it hasn't stopped the tourists from coming down here. We've had, uh, from what I've seen, we've had so many people come here to check the bike tracks out. Yeah, it's been really great to see, um, even in these first couple of months that we've had the bike tracks fully open, um, just how many people have been coming to the West Coast and enjoying the trails. Um, We've certainly heard a lot of really great feedback about the experience uh, riding on Mount Owen and can't wait to open the trails in Heemskirk to extend it out to Zeehan. And we've certainly seen a lot of visitors across the West Coast, but we know that tourism businesses are struggling with uh, actually now providing services due to Mm. staff issues Mm. and uh, the obvious uh, problems with uh, COVID impacts. All right, now the team that is struggling is uh, at OK Health, of course, so there is a lack of locums, unfortunately. They had to uh, um, delay their opening uh, a couple of weeks ago. So what can you tell us about uh, the situation with the locums? Look, we're, uh, we're very supportive of everything that OCA and the Tasmanian Health Service are doing to make sure we do have medical services on the West Coast. I think it's really important to remember that Australia and the world is in the middle of a health crisis at the moment and medical professionals of all sorts are in really strong demand everywhere. Uh, so there are uh, much increased pressures on our doctors and nurses and other medical professionals, uh, which does make it tough at times to... Um, to ensure that there's enough uh, uh, of those people around to support uh, community needs, uh, and we we certainly recognise that. Um, we've we've spoken to Ochre, and uh, they think that uh, some of the shortages are being resolved now, and they'll be able to maintain uh, normal services. But we can certainly see that they're under pressure, uh, providing testing and COVID vaccinations and all those additional things that they normally mm. wouldn't be uh, providing. So it is a difficult time, and I would certainly ask and. Uh, I know mayor, the mayor and the councillors would ask that uh, people are, are patient with our medical yes. professionals. We certainly know that they're under a lot of strain, not just here, but um, I've seen it in the newspaper around the Hobart and Launceston hospitals as well. So uh, we need to be as patient as, as possible with the staff that we do have here and um, do what we can uh, to help out. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. Okay, well, I tell you what, down here we can tell that the uh, borders are well and truly open because uh, we've had a lot of tourists down here over the Christmas New Year period. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. It's been really uh, great to see. And obviously there's been some challenges with COVID, but it's really amazing to see that the West Coast is still such an in-demand destination. Uh, And we see lots of people out and about enjoying relatively safe activities outdoors, which is excellent. Absolutely. All right, now some good news here. Look, it's great to hear about all the transformation of old shops in Ore Street. Yeah, so we're seeing lots of new people uh, buying up uh, premises on the West Coast, moving to the West Coast to start businesses, which is really great to see and I think a a testament to um, the work that so many people on the West Coast have been doing from uh, Council, Destination West Coast and many others in trying to revitalise the the towns and town and the entire West Coast over a significant period of time. I think... um, with all the effort that's gone in to secure things like the mountain bike trails and the next iconic walk, that uh, now we're starting to see the results with uh, people really interested in coming here and starting businesses, which is excellent to see. Indeed. All right, now, obviously, um, we, we talked about the positive of uh, the borders being over, um, opened up again, but uh, unfortunately there's been a big negative with uh, COVID uh, coming into the state big time as well. Uh, what can you tell us uh, about uh, as far as the West Coast is concerned? Look, there, there are COVID cases on the West Coast. Um, there's a, a number of people that are recovering at home uh, with COVID being supported by either the COVID at home team or their general practitioner. It is a difficult transition for everyone to learn how to live with COVID and moving to things like masks and um, being uh, reminded again of the importance of hand washing and and all those sort of things. And it has been very difficult for those businesses affected where um, we haven't been able to uh, uh, get people back to work or they've had to close their doors or change the way they operated. It is... Uh, really difficult. Um, yeah. I, it, it's certainly clear that um, the borders are open and they're going to stay open now and uh, we do need to move to being able to live with COVID and simply we need to ask people to respect the rules, stay at home if you're feeling sick or have symptoms, um, call up the public health hotline if you have any questions so you can get access to things such as tests and We've certainly heard that there are problems in accessing um, rapid tests, but we know that there's uh, ability to access the PCR tests here in Queenstown and and other places across Tasmania. So um, it it is a difficult time and people do need to uh, be patient. What's really great news is the vast majority of people that are uh, catching COVID at the moment are experiencing relatively mild symptoms and are not ending up in hospital. So... um, that's really pleasing to see and it's really great to see so many people turning out to be vaccinated either for their first, second dose or uh, for their booster dose. I know that there was over 220 people at the vaccination uh, program at the community centre here yesterday. So that is amazing to see and we have a uh, have a pretty good vaccination rate here on the West Coast, uh, above 90% now. So um, we're confident that uh, the majority of people uh, have the vaccinations they need to be safe. Yep. And we just ask people to uh, stay in contact with the uh, advice from public health and uh, do what they can to prevent the spread. All righty. Now, it's all good news as far as uh, I'm aware with the MMG Rosebury Mine. What can you tell us? Yep. So uh, uh, we don't have any inside information, but certainly it's very pleasing to see that the uh, approvals came through for the preliminary mine works. MMG is a really important employer uh, for the West Coast. 
Um, they have a long track record of working uh, in the community at Rosebury and producing really important minerals, not just for uh, Tasmania, but for the world and, and very important minerals to support businesses like Newstar down in Hobart. They are a cornerstone of the Tasmanian uh, economy and a really important part of uh, the global transition to a future renewable energy economy. So great to see that they can get cracking on those preliminary works and make sure that they have the information and data they need to put together uh, a proposal for assessment for the, the tailings dam um, by the federal and state governments. Okay, well, uh, I think we were all hoping for a better 2022. Uh, when uh, We were talking about that a lot on the 31st of, uh, of December last year. Unfortunately, it uh, didn't start out so well for a couple of businesses because we had uh, some break-ins uh, in Queenstown sort of into the new year period. Yeah, it, it's certainly been very disappointing to see um, those break-ins occur. Uh, it, it, it is a reminder, particularly around holidays, that there are some people that might try and take advantage of people being away, and that's very, very disappointing to see. Excellent to see that the police have been able to investigate and make an arrest on this occasion. But certainly, like the police, remind people to be uh, aware of their security and do what they can uh, to prevent that, but none of that takes away from the disappointing actions of an individual. No, absolutely not. It's uh, such a shame. All right, now coming up, uh, January 2022 council meeting, and uh, I believe there's COVID procedures in place for that. Yeah, that's right. So um, in order to uh, keep the council's staff and community safe, the January council meeting is going to be closed to the public. You can still watch live, though. So um, if on that Tuesday evening... Five o'clock. You want to tune into the council meeting. You can do just by going to our website and following the links, and you can still submit questions uh, to the council. Um, questions without notice can be submitted uh, any time up to midday uh, on the day of the council meeting, which is Tuesday, the twenty fifth of January. So, um, day before Australia Day, if you want something to watch on uh, on the internet, feel free to tune in. Great. Okay, now you've got a request for community feedback and comments in relation to the Council's footpath management plan. Yeah, that's right. So we've done a lot of work over the last couple of years to try and understand the community's um, level of service desires for footpaths, and it's been clear that um, we receive uh, many uh, comments from the community that they want a higher standard uh, of footpaths around the West Coast um, and what we've done is we've designed a plan that would uh, deliver that over a period of 10 years, and we've costed that plan. It does mean a dramatic increase um, in the amount of money council would need to spend on footpaths to bring them up to the standard that uh, uh, we believe the community um, is requesting based on their comments. So this is really a chance for the community now to look at um, whether... Uh, given the cost, uh, that level of footpath service is still desired. This is a, an opportunity for the community to balance the cost of delivering better footpaths against the benefits that better footpaths would provide and provide that comment to council so they can make a decision about whether to go ahead um, with a, a, a big increase in spending to provide better footpaths or whether um, to, to keep going with our current level of expenditure. Okay, let's head to our roads now with the news about the Granville Harbour Roadworks, which are in full swing. Yeah, that's right. So we're, um, we've started the works, started December, and we, we think they're going to take another month or so to complete. 
Um, there are some changes to traffic conditions there. The roadworks are sealing the final section of Granville Harbour Road, which has been a project uh, that's been running for a long time and it'll be great to see that completed. Uh, but it does mean that you need to follow the additional road uh, uh, traffic conditions down there uh, to keep the workers that are doing that project safe. Okay, now at the moment, it started on Monday, we're in uh, to a local government by-election. Yeah, that's right. So uh, Councillor Lee Stiles uh, resigned as a councillor uh, late last year, and that's uh, created a casual vacancy. Uh, Enrolled. Um, Nominations are open, uh, so that means that if you want to be a local government councillor, you can currently nominate until uh, Thursday, the 20th of January at 12 noon. So um, you've got until then to nominate uh, as a councillor. You can come into council and collect a nomination pack that you need to fill out uh, to nominate. Um, and then we're expecting the ballot uh, to close on the 22nd of February. So a little while to go yet, but... I'd urge everyone who has an interest in local government who wants to make a positive contribution to their community to consider uh, nominating for the role of uh, councillor. Okay, and last on the list this morning, um, there's still plenty of sites available at the Macquarie Heads campsite. Yeah, that's right. We've had a very busy time down at Macquarie Heads over summer with a lot of people enjoying uh, what is just a beautiful location. And very pleasing to hear from the police down in Strawn that the behaviour has been... um, quite good this year um, with most people following uh, the rules and, and showing courtesy to other users. So that is uh, just excellent to hear um, and great to see so many people down there. Um, we do have a, we do always have uh, overnight camping sites available and we also at the moment have a number of monthly uh, sites. So they're, they're priced at $360 uh, per month um, up until May. So if you do want to uh, booking for a longer term site, you can do so. We then we do also offer them for an on uh, annual lease as well at twelve hundred dollars per annum. So, um, if you want to uh, book a site down there, um, it's always very popular coming into Easter. Uh, please get in touch with the council. Okay, well that's it for this week. It's been a lot happening, a lot going on at the moment, and we're only two weeks into the new year. But uh, thanks for joining us today, David, and uh, you enjoy the weekend ahead. Thank you very much, and you too. Okay, thank you very much. That's uh, David, the General Manager of the West Coast Council, joining us this morning for this week's Mayor on Air.